Hello and welcome to the UK Gamers Podcast. Well, lots and lots of cool stuff I could talk about. Again, I'm going to probably have to limit it to a few of the kind of choice highlights. Lots of really cool stuff in the works. Uh, Confrontation Phoenix seems to still be in development. I believe some people did get hold of some like PDF rules. Uh, in particular, I believe it's the Kickstarter backers for Cool Mini or Not, Sir Cadwallian uh, stuff. I'd like to hear more and see more about it. Uh, Confrontation was a great little game. It'd be great to see how that's uh, being developed. Uh, Warzone, another old classic, is apparently going to be relaunched as well. There's a new website. Um, at the moment, the only way I know you can get hold of it is by getting the original stuff off of Prince August over in Ireland. And again, that would be something else I'd really like to find out more about. Uh, Clockwork Goblin have brought out Conflict 47. Um, there's some PDFs you can download of a beta set of rules. And to go with that, they've got some really nice 15mm weird world. World War II stuff, and they seem to have tied themselves together fairly closely with Plastic Soldier Company, and that's a good thing in my opinion, because I think they do really good World War II 15mm stuff. So definitely uh, going to be looking at that one very closely. Um, of course, if uh, you find Plastic Soldier Company too expensive, you could always have a look at Zvendi, who do some really cool World War II stuff in a slightly soft, click-together plastic, and that's to support their Art of Tactics World War II game. Now, talking of Art of Tactics, uh, Command and Colours and Art of Tactics together in one box, and Samurais. Sounds fantastic. It's been out for a while. I believe it's getting fairly easy to get hold of. I'm hopefully getting my copy for this weekend, so I'm really looking forward to finding more about Samurai Battles. A uh, really nice looking game. Uh, another game that's been in development for a while is Cells of Glory. Now, this is based off the Wings of War, Wings of Glory game. And it's in Kickstarter right now. I believe it's got 40 days left to go. Um, currently at two days into uh, the Kickstarter, it's got 76,000 out of the original 30,000 goal raised. I believe it took them about nine hours to reach that target, so really good. Um, some nice looking ships, the kind of pre-painted plastic. The bases may be a little bit controversial, uh, but definitely one I'd be interested in supporting. Unfortunately for me, the best options looking at about $260 plus shipping, which is a little bit more than I'd want to spend. To be honest, $2 is more like what I'd like to spend right now, but um, there you go. I think that's an impossible dream. But I really wish them best of luck with that, and if I can find a way of getting some funds, I'll have another look at the options and see which one I can support to. Now, other new bits. ASL. Uh, MMP have got lots of bits out. Uh, Fest and Budapest been out for a while now and still on my kind of radar but I'm also keen to see that they've got new journals and the new Winter Offensive obviously came out Best of Friends and Rivers to the Reich uh, that looks quite good and really exciting there's a pre-order for Rising Sun which is the combo of Gung Ho and Code of Busijo. that's looking really good I believe they've got over 700 pre-orders already so that's looking excellent um, now Another classic game, which MMP was involved with, is Upfront. Now, that did go into development hell for a while. Um, obviously, Avalon Hill went under. MMP were talking about publishing it. Various reasons they dropped it, and it got picked up and kick-started very successfully. I believe there has been a little spanner in the works on that, so that's all up in the air again. And let's hope whatever the issues are 
get resolved amicably and upfront can finally be relaunched and once it's relaunched i will probably pick up a copy because it's very highly regarded and i believe the new version is meant to have really nice artwork and everything so it'd be great to see how that all pans out uh new stuff even more new stuff playstation and 720 um, that's going to be stuff we're going to find more about uh, this year in fact we've already heard a little bit about playstation 4 and we've seen the controller very exciting um yeah the playstation 4 kind of pre-launch launch event whatever it was um some bits in there were re very interesting and very exciting but it was a bit of a non-event for me. Um, it didn't help that when I was watching it, I'd get about one minute of video followed by about one minute of lagging and spooling, and then I'd get the video. It was horrible to watch, so I didn't really bother uh, in the end. Uh, but, um, yeah, some interesting stuff there for sure, but is it going to be interesting enough? Uh, I'm pretty much going down the PC gaming route these days and moving away from the console stuff. Um consoles are nice and convenient and they have all sorts of good things going for them but you can't beat a good pc uh, particularly now that these consoles are almost like pcs and you have to install and watch out for you know software upgrades and all that well i might as well do that on my pc now having done that of course that's made me look at what's out there now i'm not a huge fan of mmos but uh an intriguing one is terror which um has gone free to play uh, it's very pretty, it's got some nice weird things about it. Um, let's say it is sort of aimed at the male gamer um, in particular because some of the character animations and clothing um, raises your eyebrows a bit. But yeah, it's a, an interesting little game. Um, it's got a little bit of a kind of classic MMO grindiness to it which is the stuff that puts me off. Uh, but if you can get together with some like-minded players uh, i'm sure you can have some fun there and being free to play what's the harm and uh, now talking about free to play one of the games that's uh, obsessing me at the moment is MechWarrior online and i will be talking about that after the break because i'm going to be talking about battletech and not really talking about MechWarrior tactics now what else can we quickly cover before we go for a break yeah well, netrunner lots of good stuff for that um new expansions coming out and a big box expansion has also been announced uh very exciting to see how that changes up the card mix uh mice and mystics uh, has got that nice little pdf expansion there is a rumor that maybe something a bit more substantial might be coming and we're waiting for exact firm details on that, I believe, at the moment. And then new to the UK is this Star Trek deck building game. Uh, it's been available since last year, I believe, over in America. But it's now officially been made available here in the UK. And I've heard pros and cons to it. I think it's a game I might quite enjoy, in particular because I don't really have any deck building games. So for me, it might be worth picking up. Um, the biggest criticism I've seen of it, it's... A little bit random and you have to kind of think on your feet it's not something you can sit down and see this stuff and plan and build an engine specifically to deal with what's there a bit like you can with dominion uh, to me that's pos possibly a little bit of a strength but i can see how it's a little bit of a weakness for others and i think that pretty much covers um everything as i say um the big highlights for me right now is Cells of Glory and Commander Colors Ancients, which are two of my favourite game engines, uh, being brought to a new sphere. And of course, the MechWarrior Online stuff. So I will catch you after the break and we'll talk about giant stompy robots. And welcome back. Well, let's talk about battle droids. I, sorry, I mean battle tech. 
Battletech, yes. Uh, Battle Droids was a great game inspired by kind of Robotech and that kind of anime, manga, uh, mecha stuff from Japan. Uh, unfortunately, droids is a word uh, beloved of um, a certain George, so they had to rename it to Battletech. And Battletech was the game about battle mechs, and battle mechs are giant stompy robots, which are really cool but totally impractical. Um, basically, they are, I think, up to 30 meters tall. Anyway, they're big. Uh, for example, the Atlas, the cockpit, is actually one of the eyeballs, and it's been designed to look like this giant skull-headed um, beastie. And in the tabletop version of the game, it was pretty scary. Um, you know, it could shoot you to death or run up and punch you to death. Um, now, Battletech has been around for quite a while. Um, it's at least 25 years old. Um, but when computers became a bit more um, impressive, obviously a lot of people wanted to play Battletech stuff on there. So having done role-playing games and novels, they also brought out MechWarrior, uh, which was a computer version of the game. And I remember playing that with my cousin. I believe it was across an RS-232 interface, uh, or a serial port, uh, if you like. Um, yeah, great fun. Uh, graphics haven't aged so well, however, lots of different games came out over the years and were great. Um, there was even a very nice looking Xbox game, so I bought that, I believe it's called Mech Assault. Lots of people love it. Didn't really work for me, I didn't like it. Um, so yeah, awful, is my opinion of that. Um, but, as I say, I am sometimes the minority on these things and some people really do rave about it even today. Now. That was a little bit disappointing, but luckily um, someone did relaunch MechWarrior and there was an announcement trailer on YouTube, I think is the first place I saw it. looked really, really good. Unfortunately, it seemed to run into some legal problems, I believe dating back to issues with the Robotop license holders. Uh, I don't know the full details, so I won't throw any stones in a glass house there, but basically it kind of went into a little bit of a kerfuffle over what was going on with it and disappeared for a while, which was a little bit disappointing. And in the meantime, the introductory box set had come out and been relaunched as the 25th anniversary box set, which is excellent, by the way. I've uh, picked that up. And, you know, the miniatures, they, they could be better, but they could be worse. Uh, they, they will do the job anyway. Um, anyway, as I said, um, having gone into a little bit of development hell, it got relaunched as MechWarrior Online as a closed beta, and a load of people got into that. I sadly didn't. However, I was very pleased to see it went open beta in December, January time, and I was able to get myself into the open beta very easily by just going to the website and registering, and that was it. I think it was actually February by the time I actually got to have a go with it. And I have to say I was very impressed. Um, there were problems and various patches have come out. Um, roughly one a week for most of February and March and they're now on a kind of um, two-week schedule. And yeah, lots of nice improvements, some new maps which have been great and some new mechs which is even better. Now, when you actually get into the game, you will face a massive mountain of difficulty. Uh, you've got to get used to the controls, you've got to get used to some of the terminology, you've got to decide which mech to buy, and you've got to try and not die too often. Um, now, the easiest way to not die too often is to get yourself a decent mech as quickly as possible. You do get these trial mechs uh, as a cadet. They are uniformly fairly terrible, to be honest. They, you know, some are quite good, but normally they tend to run a bit too hot and don't have enough armor. And um, 
yeah, they're not brilliant. So you want to use your cadet bonus, which is, I think, the first 25 matches you get to boost your virtual income and experience. And you want to buy yourself um, an actual mech, equip it with armor and weapons and various bits and pieces as quickly as possible. Now, if you want to find out about how to play the game, uh, up till now it's been very hard to do that. There's been no real tutorial. There are some YouTube videos. There are also um, the forums. Uh, but what's really good in the most recent patch, they've also bring, brought out a training ground. Now, unfortunately, you just drop into a map and run around shooting robots that are just stood still. However, um, it's a great way to work out you know, how fast your mech is, how good it turns, how many shots it takes roughly to kill... Uh, the average mech and how hot that will make your mech go because if you don't know much about mech warrior um, everything you do potentially generates heat and then you have heat sinks that dissipate that heat now if you're inefficiently running your giant stompy robot your heat will build up to such a degree your robot actually shuts down now you can potentially override that but the problem you might have there is you've got this massive amount of heat trapped inside your robot slowly cooking it to death and in the most severe incidences, uh, potentially you can actually cook yourself alive because the giant stompy robot is controlled by a human pilot who actually sits inside it. And um, yeah, you don't want to be cooking yourself alive. So it is very important to manage your heat, but it's also important to make sure you've got good speed and weapon loadouts as well. So sometimes, you know, you run up to someone and you think, I just got to kill this guy. You press fire all weapons. You shoot the guy, hopefully he blows up, you shut down from overheating, and then you have to sit there while your computer works out if you're cooled down enough to start back up again. So it's quite a thinky first-person shooter. So it's not your Call of Duty Twitch shooter. It is much more thinky. I believe the average age is higher than your Call of Duty game. However, you will still have some people be less than pleasant shall we say and insult you via chat or even potentially on team speaker and that is something you want to do if you're playing this game you want to get on team speak fairly quickly because playing as a solo pugger as it's known is quite a painful process i spent my first month just dropping by myself not talking to anyone apart from the in-game chat which you have to do by typing in text um now they are allegedly looking into this. They're trying to get C3 integrated into the game, so you've got in-game voice chat, which would help. Um, but as I say, most of the organised groups, or clans as they're often referred to, are using TeamSpeak, and um, that's definitely something to get yourself onto. There are some public TeamSpeak servers, so don't worry, you're not going to have to sign yourself up to a, a bunch of uber-elite skills um, people who've been playing this since closed beta. Uh, but as a whole, the community is pretty friendly. Um, the forums can sometimes get a little bit overexcited, and that's another really good resource. So if you are interested in this game, check out the YouTube videos, check out the forums, and check out how to get yourself on a TeamSpeak group ASAP. Now, I love it. Um, you've got to get used to the control mechanism of you can walk left whilst looking right, and that can confuse you at first. Basically, the keyboard's used for moving around, and the mouse is used for looking around. Uh, it helps if you have a multi-button mouse, so you can actually set off um, different fire groups for your weapons. Uh, I think you can have up to six, so you know you could say fire all my lasers on button one, fire just the ones on the right on button two, the ones just on the left on button three, fire all my non-laser weapons on button four, um, fire 
you know, all weapons on button 5 and maybe, you know, this one random weapon on button 6. Uh, now obviously you can do that from the keyboard as well, using the numbers there, um, but there are several other commands. For example, there is ECM, which is um, this kind of Uber module that you can fit to some mechs, not all of them, but to some of them. And it basically mucks around with people's radar. So um, it is a little bit annoying, particularly as a beginner, when you're walking around and you can't see anyone. You think, oh, I'll just go down this little tunnel here. No one's around. And you discover six of the enemy team waiting for you, all shooting at you. And that is one thing that this game is really harsh about. If people concentrate fire, you know, six guys fighting you, you die really quickly. Your team's now down one man. So now they've got a one-man advantage. So they all concentrate on the next guy. You're now down another man. And very quickly, it can spiral down into your team's totally wiped out and you're all in all sorts of bother. Now, to help get around this, they do have a kind of a capture the base mode where you run around and you've got to capture as many bases as possible and that builds up a kind of a total of resources and the first team to 750 wins now the problem with that mode obviously is they can still pick on you and shoot you all to death and eventually there's two of you trying to capture four or five bases and there's seven of them trying to capture exactly the same amount of bases so they will end up winning so that's why teamwork is very important you can't just go steaming in to a tunnel or over a ridge or round a corner because if you haven't planned and scouted properly you're going to just run into a real you know furball and get yourself in all sorts of bother so i really like it it is a hard game i've been playing for over a month now i must be coming up on a month and a half possibly even two months i have to check it might be coming up on two months now um yeah, it is really hard, and even with that two months of experience, I would still classify myself as learning the game. I still make the odd stupid mistake. I still haven't quite got used to some of the weapons, like ballistics. You shoot them, the shell goes flying out, and if someone's 500 metres away, it, it travels in an arc, and you might miss them. However, if they're a 1,000 metres out and you arc it just right, you can hit them from a 1,000 metres away, even though it's only meant to go 500. It won't probably do as much damage, but it might make them duck into cover so you can run to the next bit of cover, and then, you know, when they pop the head back out of cover, you've, you've got them nailed to to rights. Um, LRMs take a bit of getting used to. You have to lock onto a target um, to acquire it. Um, then you have to actually get a proper missile lock, then you have to launch the missiles, then you've got to make sure the missiles stay locked on all the way to the target. In the meantime, they can be running around into cover and totally disabling your long-range missiles. However, you catch them in the open and with the right upgrades, you can send in a volley of, you know, like, I don't know, 20 missiles and just take out their central core where the engine is, blowing them up in one volley. So it can go from being a totally useless weapon to absolutely overpowered and everyone in the in-game chat will be moaning about how you're boating missiles and you're just pressing the easy button and they hate you forever. Um, it's a great game when it's all working well. It's a frustrating game when it isn't, but it's frustrating to me in a good way. Um, so I would definitely recommend checking it out. And if you don't like the kind of online computer thing, well, there's always Battletech great little board game which you can also play as a miniatures game. Now there is another computerized version of the game called MechWarrior Tactics. That's in a closed NDA at the moment so there's not really much I could or couldn't tell you about that because obviously it's in a closed beta and therefore no one really knows about it unless they're in the closed beta. However if you want to find out about it there is a YouTube video that uh, is a very early version. Um, 
it's Total Halibut or Total Biscuit. I think it's actually Total Biscuit, but his channel Total Halibut. Um, so look up Met Warrior Tactics. Uh, it's a very, very early version, though. It's, I believe, the alpha version. Um, from what I understand, there's been several amendments to it since then and it might be the sort of thing you're interested in obviously when it goes to open beta everyone who's involved will be able to tell you all about it um, but that's basically more like the tabletop version than MechWarrior Online which is more of your MechWarrior type game where you actually sit in the mech and pilot around and, and shoot people. As I say uh, two different options there for you on the computer and the excellent tabletop version that's been around for over 25 years as well. Uh, you can't go wrong. I would definitely give it three thumbs up. So, uh, really, really great game. I have persuaded a few friends to try it. Um, I've had about a 50% conversion rate there. Uh, one guy almost gave up because he found it horribly hard, but is now, you know, pretty interested in it. Another guy just looked at it and said, I'd rather play Hawk and I like the fast, twitchy shooter. So, you know, if you're a really big fan of Hawk and Call of Duty, you, you might not like MechWarrior Online. Anyway, I'm waffling again, so until the next time, happy gaming.